Welcome to Nunia Business Podcast, episode 24, SMLS, Second Male Lead Syndrome, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. By popular request, we are covering the debilitating condition of SMLS, also known as Second Male Lead Syndrome. It's a common condition, and 9 out of 10 K-drama fans catch it at some point in their lives. It can lead to heartbreak, mood swings, fits of rage, and there are currently no known cures. Today, we go over good and bad examples of SMLS and ponder why K-drama female leads have such poor choices in men. Come on, ladies, have higher standards for yourselves. Our game today is another listener request, if BTS were rom-coms and meet-cutes. We're digging into our guilty pleasure archives for this one, and it is a blast from the past. That's what you're in for today on Nunia Business. It's weird. I get kind of dizzy some days, and that's when I know I need to put my glasses on. But then, like today, I'll put them on, and instead of solving the problem, I just have feel weird in a different way. Really? Yeah. Have I told you that when I worked in TV and I wanted to be left alone, I would wear glasses. There was no <laughs> prescription lenses in them. They were just fake glasses. Because it made you look like it you were made working? Me, it made me feel like I was secluded. And it, it I think it looked off-putting to a lot of guys, because the one guy was like, you look really, really smart today. And then he like left me alone all day. You're like, oh, I gotta try this more <laughs> I was often. Like, I'm wearing glasses all Apparently, the time. Apparently, this is all it takes. <laughs> uh, you know, right. Greg was the first person I think who called me out on the fact that I would put in headphones even when I wasn't listening, listening <laughs> to, to anything. Yeah, at work, so that no one would talk to me. He was like, you know, I see you wearing headphones a lot, and I don't think you're listening to anything. Don't let my secret get around. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I just don't want to talk to anyone. I'm going to try this coffee. It's going to be super hot. It All cannot right. be hot enough in my opinion. I don't I, know. Okay. I don't know how you do that. I like it so hot. Don't look at my notes because I, I don't want to ruin the surprise. As I've just said, my glasses aren't working today, so I can't read them anyway. All right. Let's jump in. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're talking about something very near and dear to my heart tonight. This is a Megan episode. This is... I'm going to let you take the wheel. Well, I want everyone to know right now that I've been living with a condition since 2012, (laughs) 13. There's no amoxicillin or antibiotics that will cure this. Yeah. Oh, guys, I have an ear infection. (laughs) For real, like a little kid. I am on amoxicillin right now, like a little kid. But that's not the condition I'm talking about. The condition I've been living with... (laughs) like a champion mm-hmm. is a chronic case of a second lead syndrome smls SMLS. Second male lead syndrome i can't tell you how difficult it's been you're going to tell us you're right you're i can't going to tell you're us right. today i take that back i can't tell you heartbreak after heartbreak <laughs> why do i keep trying i feel like we're gonna relive your dating history <laughs> By digging into all these male leads that, that you just want to get the girl and they yeah. don't get the girl. Never happens. And that's the thing. I know it's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> I know they're not going to get the girl. It, there's what I think I've heard of one drama where halfway through they're like, oh, man, the second lead is way more popular than the lead. So we're just going to rewrite this. <laughs> it was like that. God, Susie was in it. I heard that they... It was one of her early ones, something with the word high school in it. I'm pretty sure they rewrote it so that the second lead was the lead. Never heard of it. Never heard of that dilemma either. You know what, though? I feel like a lot of people watch a drama because of the main lead. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel there are many times where you'll be like, 
well, so-and-so is the second male lead. <laughs> He's going to get his heart trampled on, and I'm going to be there to watch it. And I am here for mm-hmm. it. Well, and I've actually, in Redemption, seen a lot of shows where I liked the second male lead, and then immediately, I couldn't have been the only one, because immediately after, they get a lead role. Oh, See, I feel like that happens for men, but not so much for women. No, if you are a second female lead once, you are a second female lead forever. Forever. It's not really fair. It's And it's never the same. We talked about this a little when we were texting. Second female leads are always the worst. Mm-hmm. Like horrible, horrible, conniving. And there's like, there's a handful of exceptions. My mom and I were just talking about one where both the second leads were wonderful people. And you and you wanted them to be okay, including the girl. And we now I can't remember what it was, but mm. it was notable because that never happens. Yeah. Whereas the second male lead is almost always just a dear, lovely, beautiful soul. I tell you what, I got distracted. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, do you first off? So we're talking about second male lead syndrome today, right? The syndrome. Where you fall in love with the second lead character, the mm-hmm. guy. Because he's a better choice. Because he's a better choice all around. 90% of the time he's a better choice. And if choice. you remove yourself from the situation of the drama, you realize that the lead actress should be with this guy. Right. <laughs> and she doesn't pick she, him for whatever reason. He is actually perfect. So we have a couple, we have a lot of great points that we'd love to discuss. We've got some tips from other people. But first I want to thank everybody again. We do it every time. But thank you to everybody for the emails and the tweets and the comments. A couple of people have even written about our podcast in their blogs this week. Which is so cool. It's really fun to meet everybody. And I don't want you guys to think we're just like saying that to suck up. We genuinely yeah. like meeting you and hearing from you all. And hopefully you enjoy the responses that we send back because we don't feel like they're half as good as what you're sending no. us. And but you're, we try. It's it's like having friends. <laughs> What is that like? I know. <laughs> it's like having friends who like the same stuff as you and and are as crazy passionate about the same stuff as you. And that's hard sometimes. Yeah, it's that's hard to really find that. Hard. It's very difficult to find that. So for our listeners, we have a game. Do you want to jump into the game? Should we do the game first? All right. Yeah. Should we do it? Let's this do was it. a request. Somebody had asked us to do BTS. Mm-hmm. As romantic comedies or meet and meet cutes. Which, this is so in my wheelhouse because... (laughs) Can you describe what a meet cute is for everybody? A meet cute is a device used in film or television where the, the protagonists meet in a unique, memorable, adorable way. So I'm trying to think of a really good example of a meet cute. Um, uh, okay, meet cute. Have you seen You've Got Mail? Yes, that's a very famous romantic comedy. Yes. So the the leads meet when he Tom Hanks's company is going to take over Meg Ryan's bookstore, and he's with his like niece and brother and sister. It's very complicated at this children's bookstore that she owns. And he knows that he's about to take over. Or he, they're not taking over her bookstore, but he's going to put her out of business. And he knows it's a possibility. And she doesn't know who he is. So when they first meet, she's really lovely and pleasant to him. And he's a little cagey. And then they meet again, and she realizes who he is, and they have a big fight. She's like, you lied to me. I think those are both examples of good meet-cute. Mm-hmm. Put together, they're their meet-cute. So it's like, she's friendly and warm, and then as soon as she realizes who he is, she's... 
the claws come out. So meet cute is like a, the memorable way two characters meet. I think that's really adorable. The first time I heard the phrase meet cute was from Mindy Kaling <gasps> on a talk show, I think. Love her. And I was like, what is a meet cute? Anything that Mindy Kaling likes, I pretty much I like. <laughs> yes. So I had to go Google what a meet Love cute her. was. She, if, if you haven't watched The Mindy Project, everybody should check out The Mindy Project. That show is great. Have you watched that show? I've only watched the first season. The first season's really good, but mm-hmm. the second season is the best. I need to get on it. And I love romantic comedies. I grew up on romantic comedies. At the end of the day, that's really all I want to watch anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you like romantic comedies? I do. Oh, young Becca. Young, idealistic. Mm-hmm. Well-rested Becca. Loved romantic comedies. Did you have a favorite? I had too many. Too many? I had too many. I was that girl in college that people would come to my room like it was a movie store. Oh, yeah. And they would borrow movies all the time because That's I had a great girl. collection. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was a film buff. I loved rom-coms especially. I feel like that makes... For me, the transition into K-dramas was so easy because basically the K-dramas I like the best are just 28 episode, 28 hour long romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. So it was a very natural progression. See, and I am more into the angsty You're stuff into the, now. So. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff where I'm just like, what is going on I'm tired. On I'm here. haggard. I'm like an old crotchety country western singer who's like, <laughs> my dog died. And life isn't looking up. My truck and... broke down. <laughs> In reality, I have a wonderful life. I'm not complaining yeah. about my life. But that's the kind of thing I'm drawn to yes, now. Yes, yes. Something a little different. Oh, that's so. a good meet cute. It's a wonderful life. Oh, yeah. When, well, I guess they know each other a long time, but then when they're at the dance and they fall in the pool. Mm-hmm. That's a great meet cute. Meet cutes are the best. I can't wait. I don't know how people think them up, but... Here we go. I'm going to do... So I think what we should do, maybe... We haven't really talked about this. No. What if I do... So I'm going to do the romantic comedies. If mm-hmm. BTS for romantic comedies, what they would be. Do you, So if we go member by member, do you want to follow it up then with what would they, they would be if they were meet cute? Yeah, let's So do we that. can do each member let's one at a that. time. Yeah. All right. And to be honest, my, my meet cute, some of them I had to use... You talk about them sort of generally. Okay. So I'll have to throw in an example for a couple of them. All right. Well, I hope we don't let you down, dear listener. Um, here we go. So BTS as rom-coms and meet cutes by Becca and Megan. A 2018 memoir. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jin. So you're going to give me crud about it. <laughs> I said, because I'm so hard on Jin. He would be something's gotta give with Diane Keaton. Jack Nicholson. Okay, in fairness, I do like that movie. I do like that movie a lot. My only reasoning, yeah, because he's old, but also because he talks about how he's so old. Yeah. And again, Jin is not old. He's 26. Yeah, he's he's not just old at a all. child. Come talk to me in nine years, buddy. Seriously. But um so I said he would be something's gotta give, purely on the old aspect. All right. Plus his name is Harry in the show, and I think that's really funny. Harry. Harry. Who names their main character <laughs> also, Harry? Just a moment to contemplate the fact that Jack Nicholson's in a romantic comedy. Yeah. He's in a few. Is he? Well, yeah, I guess yeah. that one with Helen Hunt. Yeah. Uh, as good as it gets. As good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I, I love Jack what. Nicholson. That man can do many things. Yes. And then I said he would be that or shock a lot. Oh, okay. Because it's about food. Yes. But also it's very like Johnny Depp kind of seems like gin. I don't know why I get gin vibes from Johnny Depp. Interesting. 
I have not seen that in so long. It's been a while. Like Johnny Depp specifically in Chocolat or like... Yes, specifically in Chocolat, not in general. He has a very... He's the confidence like Jin where it's like... He's got very, the jawline. Very confident. I hate to bring it back to a physical beauty yeah, thing, but they're well, very... Jin himself would bring it back to a physical <laughs> beauty thing, so I think that's totally fair. They're both worldwide handsome, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So those are my those are my ones for Jin. What so you got? So my meet cute for Jin, I said it would be... He or he is like the two characters buying the last something. Oh, like, I could see that. Like both at the store, and they desperately need. Uh, like I can't even think of an example. Like a head of lettuce. Yes, they desperately <laughs> need a head of lettuce, and it's the last head of lettuce. And it's probably like an organic, the most perfect yes, looking head of lettuce yes. ever. And then there's like an adorable argument over the lettuce that turns into an adorable flirt session over the lettuce. <laughs> But then in itself turns into a happily ever after. That turns into like a come on over and I'll like, give you lettuce exactly. wraps. Exactly. Yeah. So so the example I thought of was serendipity mm-hmm. when they both go for the last pair of gloves. It would be like that, but food. I think that's genius. That's that's Jin's meat cute. I like that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. So for sugar, I I had to say this. I actually okay again. I have two. I said while you were sleeping. That is my all time. Favorite. <laughs> Favorite. But he wouldn't be Bill Pullman's character. He wouldn't be Jack. He would be Peter. He'd be the guy who's sleeping in the, the whole movie. The- <laughs> <laughs> and he wakes up and he's like, wait, what? I was just in a romantic comedy? That what? would be Sugar. Then he's not that upset that he missed it. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> That's all right. Actually, but that so that was like my funny one. My more realistic one. I think he would be Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, I love that movie because too. Because it's so raw and about yes having emotional issues and dependencies and problems and i just feel like that scream sugar that's august d that would be the august d (laughs) rom-com does that make sense it's perfect thank you because silver lightning's playbook is like a romantic comedy with an edge it's like a romantic comedy film yes not like a rom-com right that's that's really good i like that one it was the first one that came to mind well for his meet cute i didn't have they both reach An for the example. same, like, ambient together. Yeah, both- <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually similar. <laughs> Someone is mad, the other one is doing something. So, like, your neighbors, and you're playing music too loud, and he has to, like, come tell you to turn it down. And so the the initial meet cute, again, is an argument that then I feel like there's a lot of one-upping in the future, trying to make the other one matter than I- you can. I'm falling in love oh, with this idea. And you're just going to, yeah, by the end of it, it'd be like, so in love. she has dogs next door that never stop barking. Yes. And it makes him mad because he's trying to record something and he gets dogs in the it background. It upsets his cat. And then she gets mad because he plays music really loud Too late loud. at night. And they're just constantly trying oh, to one up each love other. This you want to see that one? Yeah, I would watch it. <laughs> Kidding me? I want Sugar to act. He's the, we talked last time about how he's an underappreciated dancer. He's also an underappreciated actor. Unpopular opinion. I think Sugar, he's my bias. You guys should know that by now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? But I also think he's a dirty liar because I think he speaks English way better than he reads on. I also think he's a really good actor and he's like, I can't act. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's holding back from us. Kara was the first person to mention that conspiracy theory of yes. like you can actually speak English fluently. And then I watched some of the videos and I was like, oh, how have I missed this yeah. for so long? I'm pretty long. sure he's he's uh, leading us astray. But anyway, yeah, I would still watch. I don't have an example to com- to compare that to. I'm sure there are millions, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it would be that angry neighbor turned lover. Yes. Oh, sorry, I said lover. I want to see it so good. <laughs> All right, J-Hope. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear what you have for J-Hope. Okay. This one was hard for this me. This one I had a really difficult time mm-hmm. with. So I said, pretty woman, but he would, <laughs> be, the he would be Vivian. He would be the hooker. <laughs> and now, oh this is not in the sense of like sexually. I just feel like he's so happy and innocent. Well, she does have like, a... Her personality. A pure of heart thing. Yes. That is, you can't be Richard Gere and be pure. Like, his right. character is so sullied. Right. Which is, I guess, the point of the movie, right? We, just, we judge the prostitute, but she's the one with the pure heart. Right. I've only seen Pretty Woman once. Oh, I've watched it quite a few times. Have you? It was one of my mom's favorite movies, so. That's a, that's a family favorite. But then I also <laughs> said, and hear me out on this one as well, I also said possibly Bridesmaids? I with Kristen Wiig. love that movie. Because he could be either character. He could be Annie. Yeah. Or is it Rhodes? That's his Rhodes, name. Rhodes, yeah. the cop. Because they're both so happy. Like when Annie is super down and out, he it just comes in and he is her ball of sunshine. Yeah. But then when he's finally down and out, which doesn't happen often, like she can ramp it up and they're both so funny. Very animated characters, yeah. both of them. They're I like human Muppets, movie. like J-Hope. Yes. Like J-Hope. That is the beautiful way of describing yeah. it. Um, so for the meet cute, I said it would be a meet cute in flashbacks. So like you meet when you're kids. Oh. He's like that guy where you meet on the playground. I don't know how, but you meet on the <laughs> playground. And then the movie is all about how you're still best friends. And he's been in love with you since you were little kids. And, like, you don't find out until the end. That is a great meet-cute. So it's, like, a long game meet-cute. Also, the only movie I could think of. Long game Long game. Cute. The only movie I could think of is Win a Date with Ted Hamilton, which is a lesser known I've actually seen that movie. Guy yes. That I really like. It's super goofy. I'm still thinking of, like long game like he's like the 401k he of is you invest in this relationship <laughs> and then when it matures am i saying you both retire words yeah to, on, on a beach in maui stability yeah. is what we're saying it's like he knows you better than anybody you're best friends and then he ends up being the person you did you on. ask me if you were saying the right financial words did i words? say correct financial words that's right a, a 401k matures right no i don't know if that's right or not I can't tell if she's laughing because obviously it's right or like it's so wrong. She's ashamed of me. <laughs> it's so right. It's just so funny. <laughs> I think Megan is the sugar of financial <laughs> business. I, I like, hope I sleep through it. She's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, you liar. Um, Becca is my financial analyst. Like, so, so I have a 401k. It took me three years to set up my 401k at my job before I was like, I filled out one form instead of my 401k. 
So I finally did it. And then it's like a complicated story. We got bought by a different company. So we had to fill out one form to transfer our 401ks. I've worked for this company for two years and I still haven't transferred my 401k. Well, I have. So I have two accounts and one isn't doing anything. You just need to roll it over into your new 401k. It literally would take me 15 minutes. And that includes the time it takes to drive to the mailbox, <laughs> like put a stamp on an envelope and put it in the mailbox and drive back to my house. Do you house. want me to come over tomorrow and do it for you? you? Just do it for I'll me. I'll do it I for you. I don't want to do it. I'll do it. I'll be your financial advisor. It's so hard. I'll come over and help you get that taken care of. <laughs> I don't want it. Oh, it makes me tired just thinking about it. Growing up is the worst. So anyway. <laughs> I love that idea. All right. Wait, tell me. I just blanked. What was the rom-com you said? Uh, pretty women are bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. How could you right. blame? I feel on like that? I feel like I totally get the argument for pretty women, but I want to vote for bridesmaids because that is as animated as J Hope. Yes, there's as much screaming in it as I feel like is <laughs> necessary for a J Hope thing. Like when she's on the plane freaking out and she's yes. like screaming. That I feel like that's what sells it for me because you got to have like a certain amount of hysterical screaming to be yes, a J-Hope to be a J Hope film. Yeah. Yeah. All right. R M. Okay, besides J-Hope, who I kind of had trouble with, RM was tricky, and then I really got into it, and I was like, why was this tricky? RM is the easiest one. So He's the one I could picture actually being in a romantic comedy out of all of these people. I could, too. He has that soulfulness of a romantic well, lead. Okay, so the first one that came to mind for me mm-hmm. was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, good Which is like movie. a dark rom-com. Yeah, it's like your second version of uh, the sugar one. Yes. Silver yes, Playbook. it is. And it was one of the first romantic comedies. Can we call it a romantic comedy? I feel like it It falls into a certain category of romantic comedies. Yes. yes. And I feel it was the first one I saw where I was like, this is perfect. I it thought is. the movie yeah. was perfect. Yes. I thought it was so beautiful. And you have to think when you watch it, which is something RM would want you to do. Yes. <laughs> it makes you <laughs> contemplate so many so, like as- every level aspects of, of love and, and loss and heartbreak. And it's just, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's I wonderful. think it's a wonderful film. But then the other one that came to mind, which is very... Like, one you don't have to think about. I said Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much, too. Of all the movies I've seen in my life, I've seen that movie the most times. Because I think he's similar to Bridget Jones. Because she's just clumsy and, like, never sure exactly what what she's doing. And I feel like she thinks she has to take care of everybody, but but she can't. It's in the most endearing way. All the things that she does, quote, unquote, wrong are in, like, a way where you're, like, so relatable. Yes. And you just get it. And you're like, you are... The woman of the 21st century. Yes. So that to me was RM. Great either one. Answer. Completely different movies. But I totally get it. <laughs> but I feel like it either could represent RM if that, he was in a rom-com. I, such good options. <laughs> um, side note, I think Michelle Gondry was the director of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Michelle I have Gondry. to look it up. You should follow him on Instagram because he does these crazy animations that are hilarious and delightful. He's so smart. Oh, I could be wrong. This could be completely unrelated, but I can't wait. I think it's him. Anyway, so for RM's Meet Cute, similar to J-Hope, this would be like a long game Meet Cute where you meet not face to face at the beginning. So we're talking like Sleepless in Seattle, like you like he listens to your Spotify playlist or something and you Mm -hmm. like start emailing each other and you go the whole time trying to find 
each other and you don't meet till the very end of the movie. You are giving me some hardcore secret message vibes. Yes. The K-drama. Just like that. And I can totally see him doing that Because he's such an role. intellectual and he's such a deep thinking person. I just feel like he would become so consumed and, and fulfilled by this idea of a person yes. that that's what's romantic. Like yes. You don't even have to see them face to face. It's it's that learning to love someone without even really knowing who they are. That's RM for me. All right. One more side note. We have so many side notes. Side notes are the best. We had to wait to podcast because my husband and son were at baseball practice and it apparently ran over. So yeah. Megan and I had to take care of my other two children. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, let's go get coffee. We got coffee over an hour ago and I'm just now taking my first sip. Are you serious? I hate scalding hot beverages. Oh, like I like them warm, but they burn my tongue. Megan, I don't know if we said this, Megan can drink fire I want and it's it, not hot enough for I want her. it to burn going down <laughs> We're like so different. I, have, I have spent so many years drinking stuff that's way too hot it's because I'm impatient I just don't want to wait for <laughs> Do you it just like burn off all your taste yeah buds? I don't feel like, anything this is anymore it's still a little warm for me I'm no. gonna I'm gonna manage but mine is yours gone yours no, is probably gone there's still some in mine but it's basically iced tea in my opinion at this point but I mean it's lukewarm but no anyway. I like it I'm an extra hot kind of gal just uh, <laughs> It's just another example where you're either Rebecca or Megan. Some like it hot, and it's Megan. That's another great meet cute. The guys pretend to be ladies, and they meet, they, they join a female band because they're running away from the mob. Everybody loves gender benders. You got it, you guys. If you haven't seen Some Like It Hot, do yourself a favor. What a weird movie. Best last line of a movie ever. What is it? Spoiler alert, if you plan on watching this classic film from the 50s. Let's hear it. Um, so, Jack Lemon. And Lee, the other guy, (laughs) Uh, they're running away from the mob. They're musicians. They dress up like women, join a women's band, go to Florida. They meet Marilyn Monroe. Other guy falls in love with Marilyn Monroe. Jack Lemmon, of course, some kooky old millionaire, (laughs) falls in love with Jack Lemmon because he thinks he's a woman. (laughs) And they're like on a speedboat at the end. And Jack Lemmon's finally like, I'm a man. And the crazy old millionaire's like, nobody's perfect. <laughs> and then it ends. <laughs> it's no so way. good. It's so good. Yeah. He's literally like, nobody's perfect. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I've yet to see it. We'll have to have an old movie marathon. Speaking of somebody who is beautiful like a woman, but actually a man, <laughs> let's move on to Jimin. <laughs> <laughs> an unparalleled beauty. Jimin. Um, so you guys, also, if you listen to our podcast at all, you know Jimin wrote me into BTS. You know how there's like a pedestal? Well, above the pedestal is, is another Jimin. pedestal, and that's where we put Jimin. Yeah, we idealize him. We think he's basically perfect. He's the perfect. He's a perfect human, human angel. Yes, we yes. Are, adore him. So when you ask me to do a rom-com for Jimin, I just feel like no matter what I do, it's not going to be good enough. But mm-hmm. I did come up with one, and it is... Dirty Dancing, because oh, yeah. there is nothing I want more in this world than for Jimin to walk into a crowded room and say, nobody puts Becca in the corner. <laughs> I could easily, easily picture Jimin wearing that tight black Patrick Swayze t-shirt, just walking in. I thought you were going to see the tight black Patrick Swayze pants with well, no shirt. Oh, yeah. Let's picture that instead. <laughs> That's just as good of a picture. <laughs> that is the easiest role to see him fill. 
is dirty dancing. Oh, it's yeah. It's the only in thing the I can think of. It's like when they're practicing they in the lake. body structures. They're wicked talented in dancing. Patrick Swayze is like a surprisingly sensitive character yeah. in dirty dancing. I dig it. Do you know what's funny about dirty dancing? You tell me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Let me tell you, Becca. I first watched it when I was in junior high school. All right. And I was like, this That's is... pretty risque for a junior oh, high school My friend student. Sarah's parents let us watch anything. Wow. They let us watch Stripes. And I remember going home and be like, my parents would not let me uh, watch this movie. My dad let me watch that when I was in elementary school because that's his favorite movie. It's a great movie. I thought women were allowed to not wear shirts in movies because <laughs> of the movie Stripes. stripes. <laughs> my uh, dad still asks me never to watch American Pie. Like he's still like, please mm. don't watch that movie. And I'm like, okay. So I've never seen it. <laughs> but I watched Dirty Dancing in junior high. I thought this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Watched it again as an adult and was like, this movie <laughs> i have a lot of questions jerry orbach is in it and i love him there's like a botched abortion yeah it's, i mean it's, it's dark super like there's you're some... like oh look this fun movie about dancing holy yeah, moly if you really peel back the layers it's kind of dark i think in junior high i didn't really know what was happening like i didn't process so i was really just focused on the like nerdy girl mm-hmm. handsome dancer <laughs> the perfect combination for love well i still feel like it's like not the perfect movie for jimin mm. that's the only one i could think of the only other one that even came to mind was love actually great movie. starring way too many celebrities yeah. to even everyone mention. that's ever been on any television and the ever. only reason that makes me think of jimin is because there's something for everybody in that movie yes. and it's so you look at that movie and Again, when you peel back the layers, I'm like, "There's, it's so cheesy, I should hate this movie. But it's great. But it's great. You know what it is? It's because it's every love story you could ever imagine. And Jimin is like, he is whatever you want. Yes. He's he, an ENFJ. He he's an ENFJ. He'll just make like you Becca. happy. He just, anything he that's going to make you happy, he'll fulfill it. Any happiness role that you need him to. I feel like in life, you're just like, you know what makes me happy right now? Jimin. <laughs> and that's with love, actually. You know what love story I want? That one. Those are some of my favorite memes uh, on Tumblr when they're like BTS is all sitting together in a row and the interviewer asks, goes down the line, is asking them all the question. And then all of a sudden they get to like Yoongi or V or somebody and they just go, Jimin. And then everybody looks at him and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just has Jimin on the Everyone's obsessed with Jimin. So I'm dying to know what's your meet cute. So this one for me was easy. This was my first one. So it's that high school where the girl like, turns her head and everything starts moving in slow motion and the hand best looking guy in high yes. school is walking down the hall in slow motion backlit by a rosy light yes first time she sees her first love. a stray wind blows yes. through his hair as he's, he's walking everyone adores him <laughs> everyone's mouth is gaping wide open as they watch his beauty descend upon them <laughs> Um, so I was thinking like that 16 candles, like you'd, you've been in love with him since the first time you saw him. Yeah. He secretly has a crush on you and you Mm -hmm. have no idea and your paths don't cross until again, the very end when it's like, oh, Jake Ryan, man. (laughs) What a great, like beefcake character. I, Megan and I have all, like hearts shooting out of our eyeballs right God, now. Jimin, oh, why is oh. It's because he just seems genuinely like the best person. There's I've something never, about him. Even when he gets sassy, 
I've never seen a moment where I was like, all right, rein it in. Or like, <laughs> I, I don't know about, I, you're being kind of a jerk right now. Never. He's, when he's being a jerk, it's because he's right. <laughs> like whoever's being a jerk to is being a bigger jerk. And he's an ENFJ. So he's always right. Have we mentioned <laughs> that Becca is an ENFJ? And it is the superior MBTI. We, we're, we're educating with this, guys. You would think that we are sponsored by if the Myers-Briggs personality yes, test. And Subway. <laughs> if you haven't heard our exciting news about the Myers-Briggs, excuse me. Personality. I'm choking like <laughs> Becca and Jimin are the same personality type, and V and I are the same personality type. And it makes so much it sense. It makes so much sense. Speaking of V, if V, oh, yeah. Very curious what you would say about V. If V were a rom com, again, I had a little bit of trouble, but then once I started thinking about it, I was like, okay. This one was hard for me. I said, hear me out on this. I said, Wedding Crashers with Owen Wilson okay. and Vince Vaughn. Oh, I already am on board with because this. Because life is not a party until V is there. Like, V is just the, I'm here, I'm innocent and yeah. sweet, yes. I'm, I'm a little immature for, like, the crowd I'm hanging out with, but in a pure way. Yes. Like, I'm not irresponsible, mature, like, immature. Mm-hmm. I'm just, we're going to be very childlike and have fun That's with this. That's perfect. And so I thought of Wedding Crashes. The only other one I could think of was My Best Friend's Wedding with Julia Roberts. <sighs> I love that movie and, too. But I don't think that he would be Michael, the main lead. I think he would be her gay best friend, George. And I'm not commenting on V's sexuality here. I forgot here, all about Rupert But George in that movie. makes everything better in that movie. He's the best part of that movie. He's like the sweetest, most innocent best friend that she can have. And he just knows how to bring her up well, in the bad and really, situation. That, that is the love story of that movie. It's Isn't the friendship. It? Because it's the it's, friendship it's at the end. It's their friendship. Yes. That it sustains her. And I always really liked that about that movie. I used to hate movies where they, the guy and the girl don't end up together. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that's not how it's supposed to, ha- to happen. But that movie was the first time where I was like, this is cool because I get I get that she's still going to be okay. Mm-hmm. She's still going to be happy. Because like the she first has George time, in her life. The first time, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> the first time my mom made me watch Roman Holiday, I was ready to throw that movie at her face. <laughs> because I was like, what the heck is this? I don't know if you've seen it. It is not in the way you think it's going to end. But the, but I've now I love a, I love a bittersweet ending now mm-hmm. so yeah. I love that that's such a good point because you're think right it's just he just makes everything better the two of them are the are the the foundation of that movie yeah. like who even cares about the other guy yep I love it he's in the past and Crazy. if it's Wedding Crashers I feel like it's him and Jungkook they are <laughs> they are the two okay guys. all right <laughs> no somebody drop the contract now. <laughs> Because that I ha- I can't go any longer without seeing that. Let's green light this romance. son of a gun. That's incredible. <laughs> Call their agents. <laughs> incredible. I'm ready. All right. A meet cute though with V. What do you got? So I, ha- I said it has to be something with a crazy misunderstanding. Yes. So I, and this, I, we've already established this is my favorite romantic comedy, but I feel like it has to be, he tells somebody in a coma he's engaged or he tells the family of someone in a coma he's engaged to the guy in the coma or the girl in the coma whatever <laughs> so like while you were sleeping it has to just be a crazy like like there's so much going on and nobody knows who's who and then all of a sudden it's like oh my goodness we're in love <laughs> like well he, i he, guess this is my he, life yeah now. He so he's the goom john b of- this is my life now 
because he's just like doesn't want to upset anybody <laughs> by telling them that he's not actually who he thinks he is. So he just goes along with it. By the end of the movie, he's married. I love it. <laughs> I can see that realistically happening. Because yeah. because he is kind of like a go with the flow sort of person who never wants to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. And is very emotional and feels things very deeply and is very empathetic. And I feel like that's what it is where he's just like, you meet, you mistake him for somebody else. He doesn't know how to correct you. So he just goes along <laughs> and with he's it. too nice to yeah. correct you. And like he gets in too deep. He thinks it's not going to be a big deal. But by the time, like halfway through, he's in too deep and he's also falling in love with you. <laughs> and then that's happily ever after. All right, let's go to the baby of the group. Megan's sweet, sweet Jungkook. What you got? Oh, you got to go first. So I said it's a rom-com. All right. You're going to hate me on both of these. (laughs) And I didn't put, like, look who's talking or whatever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look who's talking. (laughs) I haven't thought about that movie in years. So I put... I've never seen it. It's the parent trap, but he's Haley Mills. (laughs) But high school musical... Becca, <laughs> because no, but for good reason. Okay, actually, I'm 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 listening. I've never seen High School Musical. Yeah, me neither. Just kidding. And I've seen it many times. <laughs> but I think Zac Efron is a very good-looking man. Oh yeah, and he's a man that's supposed to be playing a high schooler. So I feel conflicted about thinking that he's a good-looking yes. man. And that's kind of how I feel about Jungkook. Oh my God, you know what? Another one would be great. I you just made me think of this. Zac Efron did. He's in this movie called Seventeen again. Oh, I have seen the previous, but he, I haven't seen that'd the movie. be perfect for Jungkook because it's about a grown man in a seventeen-year-old's body, but it'd be like the opposite. It'd be like a seventeen-year-old in a grown man's body for Jungkook. That would be perfect because you're if like I you had, look like an adult, but if you I knew do anything not about that movie. Like I would have picked that one. I also the only other one I thought I could even somewhat come up with was The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. <gasps> I love that movie because I feel like he's very sweet, mm-hmm. but very he just looks one way, mm-hmm. but on the inside he is a very different way. He's and in that like, movie, you know. Adam Sandler's character, Robbie Hart, is like yeah, the best, really confident wedding yeah, singer. Yeah, but he's really just like a depressed, down and out, softy, overly romantic. Yeah, can get just crushed by a girl. He he and he falls in love with Julia, Julia Gulia. <laughs> so those were the only two I could think of. Now I just want to talk about rom com starring Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Just never been there's kissed. A million. I just wanted to say it out loud. There's never a, been kissed. There's a million. Go watch. It's the best. <laughs> it makes no sense in hindsight. It's one of those movies that, again, I watched it millions of times. I was like, this movie's amazing. And now I'm like, Pfft. I don't know. Her teacher definitely had a crush on her before I knew she was 24. <laughs> I have questioned this. But anyway, I digress. All right. What you got for Meet Cute? So, so I had it would have to be something where you're randomly paired together. Mm-hmm. And again, I had a whole lot of trouble thinking of an example until I came over this evening and was sitting on the couch with your daughter watching Frozen. And yes. it would absolutely be like you pay him to drive you somewhere. Yes. Because you, so or like the the movie Leap Year. Have you seen that? No. Where Amy Adams goes to Ireland because, oh God, ugh. she goes to Ireland because in a leap year, a woman can propose to a man. Oh, because is it's that physically impossible. What any other kind of year we're living in. All right, so I've made fun of it. I love it. I watched it <laughs> millions of times. Um, I mean, it's like it's so cheesy, but it's great. And she 
her flight gets diverted to Dingle, Ireland, and she needs this handsome, strapping, grumpy stranger to drive her to Dublin. So it's like that, where it's like you you meet and you hire him. I was going to say to perform a service. <laughs> I'm going to be more specific. I'm going to be more specific and say to drive you somewhere. Okay. And you hate each other at first. It's a strictly un, kind of an unpleasant business relationship. Yes. Just like in Frozen. But then it becomes more as you go on a journey together. See, Kristen Bell up each other. opens up the door for you oh, in Bell. all of these situations. I love her so. Megan came over. The first thing she said when she saw that we were watching Frozen was, oh, I love Kristen I Bell. I love Kristen Bell. <laughs> She's my favorite ever. I always say to Allison, who's the best character in Frozen? And she goes, Elsa. And I'm like, wrong. <laughs> it's Anna. Megan asked my daughter that as she's wearing an Elsa costume yeah. to bed tonight. I was like, yeah, I don't know what answer you thought I'm you were going to get. I'm going to convince her eventually. <laughs> Anna is a much better character. All right. Let's dig into these male, <laughs> SMLS, second SMLS. male lead syndrome. This, this was also a request. Somebody mm-hmm. had asked us if we could discuss this because it is a very common disease in the k-pop community happily happily we will discuss this because i feel like i text becca once every two weeks like i got a bad case of second male aid syndrome it's it's like every day it's almost always (laughs) and so we weren't even exactly sure where to start because there are so many there are so many examples i feel Mm -hmm. like we could there are hundreds of examples so we thought we would start with and again i'm just gonna i'll i'll just kind of point you i'll be your gps thank you because otherwise you just drive yes you mean jungkook's going to drive John could take the wheel. <laughs> Megan has paid him for professional service. <laughs> Until he falls in love with me. I don't care how far we have to drive. So we thought we would first give an example, or a few examples if you need to, of second male leads who stole your heart. Where, yeah, and there Where it's done very well. And because you can do second male lead syndrome very well. Mm-hmm. And there's also some very prominent examples of not doing it well. And I feel like mine are a balance because it's almost like, what do you mean by doing it well? Because I feel like they're doing it badly because they make me like the second male lead yes. too much. To the point where then I'm like, I don't care about the lead. So let's talk about that. Where are I, some... Let's start with She Was Pretty. Yeah. Because oh, that was yes. on both of our lists. Yes. Park So Joon is fantastic. He is. He is a great actor. He's a dreamboat. Again, if we, we kind of said that fast. Mm. We were talking about the K-drama She Was Pretty. Sorry, She Was Pretty. Yes. And I want to say Park So Joon actually as a sec- gave me second male lead syndrome in Kill Me, Heal Me. Yes. Big time. Oh. Big time second male mo- lead syndrome. That this movie. See, I'm, I got movies on the brain. That <laughs> show, you guys. Oh, it's and so he, good. He almost ruined that show for me because I liked him so much. I was like, why would you deal with this guy that is a lot of baggage? <laughs> a lot of baggage. When you got Park So June right here. <laughs> he loves you. And he really is in this. Like, you cannot lose, really. So, but... I didn't, I didn't put him on my list, but in, she was pretty. He's the lead. Right. And to give you a very quick synopsis, basically, he and... Huang jung Um's character knew each other as children and she was beautiful. She was like a glowingly beautiful little girl. And then she just grew up to be and kind of... And he was fat. And he was... Yeah, Which of is, course. Which if you yeah. are familiar with K-dramas, that's like a sin. He's he's like... You cannot be And fat. he's awkward yes. and, and has no friends. Kind of. And he's just not good. No good social no, skills. No. And that right. does not get better as he gets older. He's right. still like pretty antisocial. But he... This beautiful girl in school befriends him and is so kind to him because... Even though Wang Jung-um's character grows up to be not as pretty, 
she's kind of homely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. She's not ugly. She's just like, they make, they don't make her up a lot. Her hair is like kind of out so of control. So her hair is frizzy. She's got freckles. It's Some just, very, it, it, for Korean beauty standards, it's, it's, it's not attractive. Not, not the standard. The ideal. It's not the standard. Yes. And, um, but she's still mm-hmm. just as beautiful on the inside as she was as a little kid, mm-hmm. which is the whole point of the show. So anyway, he moves to like the US or something very far away and they lose touch. And then he moves back to Korea now that they're adults and he wants to meet up. But then, so she's like, yeah, absolutely. Cause she remembers this chubby little kid when she sees that he's Park So June, she suddenly is too hard on herself and is like, I don't want him to see what I look like now. Because he has aged very nicely. He is a fine wine. Yes. And so she like convinces her friend to stand in for her. Which the other great thing about that show is the girlfriend aspect, like the two, Hwang Jung-um and her Their best friend. Their girl friendship is goals. It's awesome. Yeah. They it's, have the breast, the best breast. <laughs> They're bosom buddies. They have the breast friendship. <laughs> the breast friendship. In a K-drama. They do. And it was, they, they need to write that in more. Great female friendships need, they yes. need more friendships like that. But anyway, so things get muddy. Because, of course, he ends up being her new boss. Oh. Of course. It's the it's a and couple meet cutes all it in is, one. It is. And he doesn't... Rem- it's not that he doesn't remember her. He remembers her, but he doesn't realize she's the girl he remembers. Because he thinks he's already met that girl and she's still stunningly beautiful. Yes. Yes. Okay. Enter. Enter. Choi Siwon of Super Junior. Megan's lost all words. She can't breathe. He, he's a fellow coworker and of course a secret, brilliant, like billionaire and rich guy. Yeah, living we, in a hotel. Nobody knows that though. No, but he meets. He sees Wang Jung-um walking into work. And she's like got goofy pants on and she's wearing white socks. And the whole time he calls her Jackson. Because she's, she's because wearing she's white socks like Michael, Jackson. Michael Jackson's outfit. It's the cutest thing. And he, from the moment they meet, he loves her. Like he just thinks she's the best thing. And if I think it starts out as a he just thinks she's great. Like very funny, very genuine. Right. Cute. But he grows to love her just as she is. Mm-hmm. Just the person that she is, the doesn't matter the way she what already she looks. looks like. He yes. does. He loves all of it. He and he's kind of a unique, goofy character too. He is really happy and very warm and kind. And the whole time, you're just like her. The guy she ends up. I mean, Park So Joon's character is a total jerk to her because mm-hmm. he like calls her incompetent at work and he's mean and hard on her. And it's just like brutal how because she, the whole time she knows that they're who he really is and their relationship they had when they were kids. So you're just like, come on, woman. This gorgeous, statuesque man is in love with you. Mm -hmm. And you're still not giving into it. He is so handsome. And I know, guys, it's not all about being handsome. But the the character, he just is, he is the character. Yes. Which, again, I think we've said before, it sounds like such a cliche thing to say. Right. But he really he becomes, becomes, this, becomes char- this character. And he just creates this brilliant character who is so easy to fall in love with that the whole time. I'm just like, what What are you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. You have the perfect option right here. It's unfortunate that she does not end up with him. I didn't finish the last episode because I was in denial. 
but uh, it is definitely the classic case of you want the second textbook. male lead textbook because to get because the girl <laughs> in my opinion he is genuinely a better option mm-hmm. he is just a kinder person who she doesn't have to do anything mm-hmm. and maybe I'm misremembering maybe Park So Jun's character has that in him too but he's just so hard on her and mean to her for so long that I by halfway through I'm like I I don't even care what happens with this couple anymore I'm living for the scenes with Siwon mm-hmm. yeah I don't have any commentary on that because you've said everything that should be said yeah there's nothing to say you should have ended we can't cha- we can't change it <laughs> Thank goodness. She looks like she's just lost a pet. And that's why I don't believe in love. I'm sorry. It's okay. If you can see her face, guys, I'm dying. Have you seen Charlie Brown when he's sad? That's what I look like. All right, did you have any others where you just... Okay, we've already discussed, if you've listened to one of our first podcasts, Megan has a total mental breakdown on air about Reply 1988 and how take, takey, okay, wait, ends up with the girl. Here's here's the thing. (laughs) How would you like to think, finally, you're on board with the first male lead and you're going (laughs) to finally... Get the happy ending you deserve, only to find out the first male lead the whole time was actually the second male lead. <laughs> what kind of bait and switch is that? I'm screaming. Are your kids asleep? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the reply series is actually classic for this whole first lead, second lead thing because they they do this thing in all of them where you like who's the husband so you know she's gonna end up with one of two people and you don't know who it is till the end and i think two of the series caused riots <laughs> when so they ended reply 1988 reply 1994 mm-hmm. reply 1997 and two of the three 94 the second the Oops. guy that you are cheering for everybody in the world is cheering for mm-hmm. ends up just being kind of tossed off the show. And I'm going to be... the worst character is all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's the first male lead. Just kidding. Yeah, psych. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched 88 first. So then before I watched 94 and 97, I was like, okay, I need to go into this knowing. Because I, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing it again. I, I've exp- I went through too much the first time. So 97 was exactly what I wanted because the second male lead was like, come on, please. It was mm-hmm. never going to be him. And 94 is difficult because I like both of them. Mm -hmm. And I see why people were mad, but I also was not personally that upset about it. But anyway, okay, anyway. It was a big surprise for a lot of people, apparently. And it sucks, guys. It's awful. It's awful. It's terrible. All right, the only one that I could think of, so there were a few where I was like, okay, the second male lead has definitely gotten my attention. I'm not necessarily... Because this doesn't happen to you that often, right? No, it's the... Again, I'm fickle. So when I pick a drama, it's usually like, who's the lead actor? Mm-hmm. And ever since Reply 1988, I have to know going in, who's really burnt. the lead actor? And who should I be cheering for? So the only shows that I could think of um, 
and I think I've, t- I've talked to you about it, Best Hit, which is one of your favorite shows. Yes, absolutely. And I totally am on board with that. I did not know anything about that show going in. Megan just said she loved it, so I started watching it, and I immediately, like six episodes in, was like, oh, I clearly know who the male lead is. Mm-hmm. And then only to find out, like three more episodes down the line, oh, he's the second male lead. Psych. I had no idea and there, even that he was the second male lead. He was written, I feel like he had more lines than the first lead well, did. And their interactions, he and the lead female's character, their interactions are like great, romantic, like charged, charged moments. Yes. This, these two people belong together. And then time travel. <laughs> Am I right? And then time and then travel. time travel messes everything up. Well, and the complicated thing about that show is technically the first male lead then is like way older than her. Okay. He's like 50. I gotta be honest with you. There are like a handful of questions where I'm like, I am bothered that these are unanswered. Because like, yeah, he's like in his 50s. Te- technically. He looks like he's her He's age. also like technically dead. <laughs> And he's also technically her best friend slash former love interest dad. Father. Like, it's really, it's, I thought for sure they were going to be like, he's not really the father. Surprise, it was this guy all along. That did not happen. So it was like a giant, like, I feel like it was, the show was good enough that I was like, that's fine. I'll yeah. just pretend we're like just I don't care. Gonna- we're not going to know how it's, we got this. It's best not to ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like shopping at Walmart when you really yes. need something and you know you can only find it at Walmart. And yeah. I'm like, but I have ethical questions about how this got here and who <laughs> made it and who's actually getting the profits and why aren't your employees paid more? Yeah. But you're like, but I just really need like, this. I have to buy this thing. <laughs> yeah. I, that got deep it, and political. Well, but the, the other thing about the best hit, it's like he they kind of explain like, well, me like me and that guy aren't the same guy, really. Like <laughs> that guy died and then I'm like a new guy. And you're like, <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that's you, I mean you tried. <laughs> but like again, technically, now his like ex girlfriendish best friend kind of person is a stepmom. <laughs> so many questions. Very complicated. But they all lead back to second male lead syndrome. Second male lead's like where like sick of confusing emotions <laughs> a lot of the time. And I actually thought of one that I didn't necessarily have because you know that I was a ho for Lehman Ho. <laughs> you are a Lehman Ho Ho. But <laughs> You fell for Kim Woo Bin's character in Airs, which hardcore. How much do I hate myself for that? But now that I look back and think about it, if you haven't seen Airs, it's a great show. It's, we call it the Korean OC because mm-hmm. it's very similar to the OC, the American OC show. But I don't know, like Kim Tan as a character is so messed up. He is a. Oh. And his whole family, I mean, it's just baggage upon baggage upon baggage. Well, like, the lead female's mom works for his family, and that's, like, a complicated thing. And, and they treat her, I don't know, it's just weird. And there's a lot of elitist, and this, misogynistic but behaviors. But this is, like, I had second male lead syndrome, but for all the wrong opposite reasons I usually have it, because uh, Kim Woo-bin's character is not a good option. He is so <laughs> unstable. But I think his family life is better. No, his dad, like, beats him up all the time. <laughs> he still provides for him. Well, I mean, God. Ugh. Kim Tan's dad sent him to America when he got sick of him. That's true. <laughs> 
Not a great example of parenting in this show. <laughs> the show is very complicated. It's questionable. Why can't I think of around. Kim Woo-bin's name in that show? Uh, it's Choi a good name. Something, isn't Choi something. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, he's it's such a good name. He's very attractive, and I just felt like he was a. Um, I don't know. I thought, which looking back now, I think maybe he was a better character. He, he's like that horrible ideal that I wish that I could just banish from my system of mm-hmm. like a horribly cruel dark mean character who like i can change love will change him mm, not, <laughs> not great don't do not that so that's much. not a great ideal like <laughs> how young do Choi young that's right yeah. Choi young Choi that's he he was i mean that that character in that role like skyrocketed him to stardom mm-hmm. because it is an incredible character um, and the funny thing about Kim Woo Bin is he can play these like really conflicted, angry young men. But then when you hear him in interviews, he's like the sweetest, most beautiful person. Oh, he's so sweet. He's just wonderful. I want to get to know him on a very personal level. Oh, I feel like I could learn so much just, from him. I feel like we have a lot to learn. Yeah. I have one more example of um, Second Middle East Syndrome where I fell deeply in love, but I was so blinded by my current obsession with the male lead that I kind of overlooked it, but I recently went back and rewatched it and was like, how did I not fall harder for the second guy? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sunken Kwan Scandal. Oh, <laughs> oh, how did I forget that one? <laughs> oh, you guys. So, but I was so blighted. So if you haven't seen Sunken Kwan Scandal, it's a great it's a show. It's a great show. I'm going to mess up all these names because I can never remember their names. I know it's Park Yu Chun is the male yeah. lead. Park Min Young. Park Min Young is the male, fe- or the female, female male, main female lead. And Yu Ayin. Yu Ayin, yeah, Yu Ayin. Is the second male Is lead. the second male lead. And Park Yu Chun, you guys, I, again, I was in a big, big Yu Chun phase at that point in time. Stuff, yeah. Um, and I think that I was like just binging all of his, his catalog of work yeah. at that point. And this was just kind of in the middle. But you are in. His character is like perfect and lovely and strong and just this great character. Oh, his fighting character. for the rights of women and men and his every education. His like, character is a he's perfect He's like a revolutionary person. person fighting for the rights of everybody. And then you have Park Yu Chan who's like a very strict by the rules. No, but women are stupid. Like, yes. It's like, why are you falling in love with this dodo bird? It, like, why so are you true. not looking it's at this so other true. guy? The guy, the guy right in, right, and like the whole time, because you are in, so Park Min Young is pretending to be a man, so she's a scholar. She can go to Sun, Sun Kim Kwan University. And it's Which like is an all, only, era only men were allowed thing. to go to college. Yes. yes. So she had to pretend, she's gender bender, had to pretend to be a boy to go to this college. And you are in is the first one to figure it out. And he Which, like, how do they not all figure it out right Come away? On. She looks like a gorgeous model. And her voice is like clearly a female voice, but it's fine. You can let a lot of things slide in K-dramas because you just want to see where this takes you. Right. But Yuan figures it out first, and then he's so like protective of her, but not in a demeaning way or not in a like condescending way. No. In a really kind way. Like I want you, I want you to better yourself by staying here. Yeah, and I enjoy your friendship. Like, and he clearly falls in love with her. Oh, he's so good in that show. And I just—it's another example where it's like, in reality, why would you not fall for him? Park Yu Chun's character sucks. He is such a jerk, (laughs) and it takes him forever to warm up to her. Yeah. 
It's like the slowest of the slow burns. Yeah. Which I'm sure is why everyone's like, oh, yes, this is for me. (laughs) Because everybody loves a slow burn and you love like winning somebody over. That's the whole thing. It's like winning over that person that can't be won over. Mm -hmm. What a victory. (laughs) Also. But but, but like you and his character is kind of like that too. He doesn't really trust or like people. And he opens up to her really fast. It's, It's great. That's such a good example. I'm so glad you thought of that. Thank you. That's like the ultimate second male lead syndrome. It's and that's it's very, definitely it's very understated because I think again, Parky Chun is just very. I don't know. Well, there's never you're, you're just drawn to him yes. in a way. Like there's something the he has very whatever it is he has. Yes, it, and you can't not look away from him. And like I think Yuan has that, but Yuan has this vulnerability in mm-hmm. all of his roles where he is just this like almost unreachable beautiful soul mm-hmm. i love you in i love if you haven't him. watched sun king kwan scandal give it a watch it's a and great it's, watch you know what it's one where they're not they're not messing with you on the second male lead thing he doesn't stand a chance no she, there's no question ever she's never shows any interest in him romantically mm-hmm. and that's what makes it even worse is because she's not giving him anything and he's just he's just so like purely in love with her mm-hmm. that that's enough also Quick side tangent on the hat scene. (laughs) So there are a few scenes in my friendship with Megan that have really gotten her riled up enough to be like, Becca, because she knows I don't like spoilers. No. I don't like spoilers at all. And so you usually don't tell me anything. Mm -mm. The only scenes in the world that I think you've ever told me about were the beach scene in Shopping Mm -hmm. King Louie. And all you said was, it's at the beach. I can't wait for you You'll to watch know this it scene. When you see it. You'll know it. You'll see it. It's so pure. It's so beautiful. And then in Sun Kian Kwan Scandal, there's a hat scene. <laughs> it's an excellent scene. Basically, again, you guys should know we're going to do spoilers yeah, here. Spoilers. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. Basically, when Park Yoo Chun finally realizes that it's a woman, that it's a woman, and he's probably thinking, how am I dumb? Clearly, she's she has breast. Clearly, she's a woman. I mean, they've literally <laughs> been sleeping in the same room for like a year and nobody's figured it out. So he goes to take off her hat because they have to wear, they wear very traditional Korean mm-hmm. scholar, scholar clothing uniform. with the hat and the, bu- the hairs and the bun and everything. All he does is <sighs> untie, she has a tie, her hat is tied under her, her like under her chin. All he does is reach up and untie the hat. And Megan was texting me. Like, I saved that text thread. It's Guys, one of my favorite things ever it's about so the hat scene. sexy. <laughs> it's so sexy. He, I, they are fully clothed in the scene. Like, there is no funny business. But it is so sexy. I cannot explain it. I, like, watched it wide-eyed. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I paused it, took a minute, rewound it, watched it again, and then probably immediately texted you like, girl, you got to see the hat scene. I've just been changed. I'm not a girl. (laughs) Not yet a woman. Oh my God. That started playing out of nowhere while I just like let contemplated my whole life <laughs> it is a memorable scene it is very I memorable going down. I got tears. it's it's great <laughs> so now we know megan's most important scenes the hat scene 
the beach scene, scene and the sex scene. <laughs> the three most meaningful scenes to K-dramas. So your today. ideal K-drama d- date would be mm-hmm. a man and tying a hat on you on the beach while a someone's you get playing sax the sax. Sax background. from all sides. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want some slow sax. I want some hot jazz. I want all the sax. <laughs> I think I think New Day of Business needs to make a line of greeting cards. <laughs> they would be so specific. Again, I love how specific our references are. We're like, we could make these, but like you and I could give them to each other, and that's it. And nobody else. We would couldn't care. even give them to our immediate family because they'd be like, "What does this mean?" Because they don't listen to our like, podcast. Happy birthday, mom! I hope you get sacks from all sides. <laughs> She'll be like, this is offensive. What's wrong with you? Also, I want to say a quick thing. Shout out to Marilyn, who every time I'm like, because I get obsessed with the second male lead. And I'll be like, he's so cute. He's so great. She'll be like, you need to get over it because he's not going to win. She'll be like, get over it. That's a good mom right yeah. there. Get get on the boat, Megan, because we're taking off. All right. So we've already said, given you some great examples. Let's Let's real quick. Let's list a few shows where we just did not care. The second male lead was supposed to mean something to us, and it did not oh, mean anything oh, I already to you. said one. Reply 1997. Uh-huh. You gotta you be kidding me with that one. Really? He's like, Is that the show with Garbage? No, that's 94. Oh, okay, okay. That's 94. I've yet to that's watch either That's the one where it's like, I feel like that one was of, and you can fight me on this because I know a lot of people didn't like the ending, but I thought 94, she couldn't lose. Like, both the options seemed really good to me. Ooh. Yeah, I liked Garbage and I liked the baseball player. I just like that there's a guy named Garbage. garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's his nickname. Tra- or Trash, depending on the translation. Um, he's great. I really think he's pretty hot. He's great. Uh-oh. I don't have to watch that soon. So, 97, the two characters are Sue and Gook, and then his older brother. Ooh. And she, like, dates the older brother for a while. And the whole time you're like, wait, what? It honestly felt like that to me. Like, wait, what? This is this does not make sense. So for me, that one was like, okay, get past this weird brother stuff. Because mm-hmm. we all know where this is going to end. Actually, I want to say this about 1997, too. There are two second male leads, or second leads. The older brother. And then there's a second male lead for So and Gook. So he's, like, in love with the girl. But then his best friend, who's a man, is secretly in love with him. Ooh. And there's, that's really, I mean, at the end of the day, like one of the most meaningful relationships in the show, because eventually, spoiler alert, the friend confesses to him, like, I'm in love with you. And they have a beautiful kind of, not confrontation, but moment where they kind of let that sink in and like go through it. And it's obviously pretty rare in K-dramas. Um, and it's just super well done. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so it's it's really complicated. There, are, I would say there are second male leads on both sides of it. Mm. All right, the only two I can think of, well, that I wrote down. I'm sure if I really looked harder, I could find more. Um, Discovery of Romance, Sung Joon. I really liked that show. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't. I didn't finish it. The second male lead, I could have cared less about. It to me was like. I'm not even sure why you're in this show. And she kept going back to the second male lead. The second male lead was like her second boyfriend. Hmm. Her current boyfriend. And, but like, he's like basically open face cheating on her with this adopted sister. It's very complicated. There's a lot of complicated emotions. But yeah. she like catches him, like buying 
clothes and bikes and taking this other girl out for meals. And oh, it's like, yeah. whether pass. you look at her as a sister or not, like, why are you still with this guy? Like, he meant nothing to me in that show. And it's one of the examples where I think they really wanted you to wonder who is she going to end up with. And the whole time you're like, this and is not like, a question. And I was like, she clearly is not going to end up with this dodo. Like, I just don't even know why he's in this show at this point. Do you know, that also <clears throat> was kind of how I felt about Temperature of Love. Mm. Where at first I was like, okay, this is going to be complicated. But then the second male lead gets so bonkers. Mm-hmm. And is like so out in left field about the his desire to win that mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, get him out of here. Yeah. He's just complicating the rest of the story. Didn't finish that one either. Hmm. Fully intend to. And then my unpopular opinion, again, because I think a lot of people like, I like this character, but in the show I was like, I don't know, it's Secret Garden. Oscar. Oscar. See, I never felt like he was ever a viable second male I, lead. I think, but don't you get the impression they wanted him to be? Yeah, because I, I feel like they, actually, you know what's funny? That same actor who's delightful in Shopping King Louie. Shopping King Louie is the like, second meal. Yeah. He's never, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Why are we even throwing this in the, a wrench in the works when it's so obvious? Like, see, and so maybe that's where we just need to define what sec, okay, help us out, listeners, if anybody's still with us. <laughs> what do you Did define? They get lost in the sex? What do you define as second male lead syndrome? Just, is it a good show when you fall harder for the second male lead than you fall for the lead? Or is it a good show when the character falls harder and you just don't know who she's going to choose? And I feel like that's it. That's the perfect show is where you can have the lead and the second male lead and it actually is a question Mm -hmm. where you're like, because usually for me, I'd rather she pick the second male lead, but you have to, if they can find that balance where I'm like, I don't know who she's going to pick because I don't know who I want to pick and then they win you over with the lead, that's a good show. And I can't think of an example right now where that... The only one I could think of was like maybe Master's Son, but I think it was pretty clear always who she was going to pick. But it was a great second yeah, male lead. Yeah, I agree. You're like, You're he's like, he... so much better for you. <laughs> and I like both of you so much. Yes. Um, also, Greatest Love, I think, was like that. Where yeah, I, I agree. I re- the, both, the, the second male lead was a great person who per, like played a great role. And you loved him, but you never loved him more than you loved Okojin. You were mm-hmm. sad when it didn't work out for him. But, like, Dokojin was the one. Right. And he, he eventually Yo, proved himself. ding dong. Hey, ding dong. <laughs> great. Trash and ding dong. Trash and ding dong. There are some great side characters yes. in K-dramas. So I feel like we have to talk really briefly then about why do they do us to, why do they do this to us, Megan? Why, more importantly, why do these sweet angelic female leads? <laughs> oh, Go for it. Wait, I thought of another one. Out. Sorry, I just have to put this out there. Because no, you while got we're on very subject, excited. You're getting me excited. Did you watch Producer? Yes. That was another one where I'm like, wait, oh, that's who a is great the lead point. in this? That is a great point. Because the whole time I'm like on board for this Nuna romance with uh, Kim So Hyun. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, look, you can't lose with Cha Taehyun. I love the guy. But I was kind of like, hold the phone here, people, because I don't know who the lead is. Because that is a great example. It was a definitely a switcheroo at the end. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like a little bit anticlimactic for me. And I really like that show. That's Sorry, true. I just wanted to put that one out there. No, that is a great example. I forgot how much I love that show. It was, it's really, it's very different. You should, it's a great one. I mm-hmm. really loved it. There's this really romantic scene where Kim So Hyun, again, who you think is the lead the whole time, he buys Gong Hyo Jin a stuffed animal with like a recording in it. And he's going to give it to her and confess to her. And it's 
just like so sweet and great and innocent and beautiful. But part of the fun of that show is the fight over her, mm-hmm. is the two guys fighting over her. <sighs> but I was really on board with him. You know who always wins on that show? Gong Hyo Jin. You know who always wins? <laughs> Gong Hyo Jin. Yeah. <laughs> she is the best. And she gets to decide in that show. And actually, is she pasta, going for an opa or is this a Nuna? Is this a Nuna show? I always pick a Nuna show. <laughs> um, Gong Hyo Jin, or so Pasta is another good example of where I think they did first male lead and second male mm-hmm. lead well, where they gave you a character who the first male lead grew to win your heart, but the second male lead never overtook that love. Right. He was great and you loved him and appreciated him, but he never bypassed right. the lead. That's a great example. Our first drama. Our my first, first It was K my drama. first drama, K- yeah. drama too. Pasta. Mm-hmm. Good watch. So, sorry, so, back on track. Megan, why? Why, why, why? Why know. does the female lead always pick the male lead because over the second male the lead? Problem. The second male lead is almost always the kinder, better guy. Almost always. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with us ladies? And here's the thing. And it's in a lot of, like, when we played our game at the beginning of the show, Almost every romantic comedy that I mentioned, the guy ends up winning the girl by being slightly less terrible then, to her yes. than he was at the beginning of the show. It's Whereas like, the the second male lead has always gone above and beyond consistently to her. wonderful. <laughs> Could not have done a better job of wooing her. And she's like, I don't know. I'm just going to take a chance on this guy that's 99% of the time a total jerk to me. Probably is going to make everything terrible and break my heart, but it's worth trying it out, I guess. <laughs> and that's the other problem is they make the second male lead love her so much that you're like, there's no way he's going to survive this. Like at the right. end, they're like, oh, we, we can still be friends. No, you no, can't. You can't. <laughs> don't, don't. Come on. We're not stupid. <laughs> He's not going to get over this. I think she was pretty is a good example of that because mm-hmm. Simon just leaves. He just can't. He leaves like, the country. Yeah. He cannot deal with what happened. Yes. Which that is realistic. Yes. You, you can't have them both. It makes, and in so many K-dramas, she gets them both because like the second male lead's like, haha, you're right. We were meant to be good friends. <laughs> That's just not, not realistic. Real. Not real. This is, I just finished Pretty Man with IU. And it's like that where she picks the guy who's like pretty terrible to her the whole time. And the second male lead is an angel on earth who would do anything to, to make her happy. And he's just like, I know you love this other guy. So it's cool. <laughs> I'll just be over here loving you forever until I die. If I had a nickel yeah, for I mean, every time, I'd have problem. zero nickels. Well, that's the other thing. Nobody how, wants to be friends with their ex. All these girls, all these girls have two incredible options. <laughs> Again, unrealistic. Most women don't have one incredible option. <laughs> Not me included. I have an incredible option. But what I'm saying is like, when you're in a romance, it's like two perfect men fighting over me. Common problem in yep. the Korean drama. And I just, I don't know. When I realistically remove myself from the drama because you know in real life I hate drama but in my dramas I love angsty mad tension filled drama um but I do when I step back I think why I have so much respect for you as the main female character why do you not have higher standards for yourself it's the Mr. Darcy effect it is I just it makes me sad it's that like 
cultural thing for all women everywhere where it's like I can fix it I can this is a challenge I can change him he's a little bit unpredictable sure, and I like sucks, that thrill but that's because I haven't met him yet mm-hmm. and once he realizes that I'm the best thing ever he'll be like oh I'm fixed you he I will change you gave a great example of they're actually like Beauty and the Beast <laughs> where mm-hmm. he's Literally and figuratively, a monster. He is an actual He's monster. He's a total monster. Who locks her in a cage. <laughs> and is like, you like, can't leave until we kiss. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Why? Why is this the thing? I don't know. What noise because your body they, just made. I loved Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon. But then they came out with the live action one. And as soon as she shows up at the Beast castle, I was like, oh, I can't watch this. <laughs> This is too freaking weird. I I feel like I was the only person who thought it was weird. (laughs) I also thought it was weird. I have yet to do it. I have yet to do it. It is too much. And then can we also say, I need to give a big... I keep bumping the table. I'm sorry if I'm making all this I'm also like screaming into the microphone. I'm sorry if I'm way loud, guys. I'm just very excited. (laughs) We... I need to give a shout out to all of the actors, even the ones I made fun of for not doing a good job, of... Again, side note, that might be the writer's fault, not the actor's sure. fault. Of course. I digress. I need to give a shout out to them because if you look at these dramas, the second male lead usually has a much harder task of acting. The male oh. lead just has to do the look. Just has to be aloof, yeah. Just has to give a look. They're usually rich. They usually have some sort of family drama or personal drama or work drama or they have some sort of childhood thing that they can't get over right never you mind that the female lead probably has bigger issues in her life and she's acting like a normal the male lead's mom is tearing down all of her homes (laughs) but she's still functioning she's doing great she doesn't even seem phased by it all these shows win you over because the guy gives the girl that look That look, when she's not looking, he'll just glance at her. And it's that tension-filled look. And if an actor can just master that look, Lee Min Ho is a great example. Mm -hmm. Gong Yu, another great example. I'm not saying they can't act other emotions. No, they're great. But they have nailed down that look. So then their male lead character is set. As long as the male lead can do the look, he gets the girl. Whereas the second male lead is like, like C1, and she was pretty. Yeah. Jumping motorcycles to like chase after her when he thinks her car broke down. He gets, he crashes, he's hurt, he's trying to act out all these oh. emotions. And it's like, she gets a this makeover. Is so not fair. So that she looks like normal. And he's like, why did you do this? Yes. To like, he's like, you were so perfect before. The man is like all over the board in this show. It's great. And it's perfect. And meanwhile, the male lead's like, oh, you did a makeover. I'm going to pay Man, attention to you now. I got to like, say. How does she what? not pick it also, it also makes me mad that always these female characters are like, I had no idea <laughs> that you were in love with me. <laughs> Yet there is absolutely no way you had no idea these guys were in love it with you. never me. once crossed like, your mind. the shock that they were like, wait a minute. <laughs> You you didn't do all of those crazy things for me. No agenda, no <laughs> strings attached, just because for no reason. I just does not compute. I feel like the minute somebody you aren't into gets a crush on you, like every person has that little alarm bell that's like, ooh, back off this because <laughs> yeah. it's about to get weird. <laughs> Unless you're a terrible person who's like, I could use this. <laughs> also in that show, in every show, 
everybody around them knows that the second male lead oh, has every- a crush on the somebody's gonna let their tongue slip at some point everyone outside of every k-drama <laughs> relationship like all the dumbo office workers in every show are like so much better informed than everyone else it's like why didn't you just ask your secretary because she knew she knew she knew the, got the guy that cleans the office at night knew <laughs> Everyone knows but you. I, I do get sick of that lead female character thing. You're like, somebody's in love with me. <laughs> and I think that does go a little bit back to like why we all fall for this horrible male lead. Because it's that idea of like being seen mm-hmm. where you're just, you're we're just normal gals. Like nobody notices us. We go about our day living our lives. We aren't picked out of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And that's the female lead in every K-drama. She's just a normal gal trying to get through her day, trying to make it. And then not only does someone see her, the most, like, the guy who doesn't see anyone sees her. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the ultimate scene. <laughs> You've been seen by the evil eye. Like, the, the most important set of eyes. And I think that's, like... And he still hates you, but you've been yeah. seen. Yeah, I mean, you, he saw you because you did something he was mad about. <laughs> However, and I think that's kind of why I like shows like, like I've been on this Let's Eat kick because it's never really, it never really gets up. Like the male lead is just like a cool, nice dude. The female lead is just like a normal, cool lady. They just like each other and it just happened. Like it's. There's not this like, I'm a rich con- heir to a conglomerate and I hate everyone and I have drama and I don't want to talk about it. It's just like, we're just people. I like this. I still need to watch Let's You eat. should just skip I'm the first sorry. one. Just watch the second one. It's so good. I have so many shows on my list of things to watch and like no time. What? You don't have time? Help me find time. <laughs> you have no time? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Well, I love that. Do you have any final wrap-up thoughts on No, I feel like we started talking about that question of why do we fall for this guy and then totally went off on a tangent. I don't know if we ever answered it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's like you said, the thrill of the chase. It is. It's that like the the unattainable is the goal. And I think part of it too is maybe because I think we've all, we've probably all been in this situation. Don't be a K-drama character here. Be real with yourself. Where you know there's a super nice guy that likes you. And you don't, no matter how nice he is, you're just not drawn to him. Which you're is not fair. attracted to him. Yeah. It's happened in my life before. If I could go back in history and redo anything, it would probably be the way that I treated that guy. Because I think I get what you just said. Like, all my bells were going off of, like, don't lead him on. Off. Don't lead him on. Don't lead him on. And then you end up, like, backing off too much. And then it gets weird. But it's like, at what point... Yeah, it's Where's a whole the thing. Line Where's between, the line? And it's like, you, you, I get feeling guilty about it, but also like, it's on him some for being like, a little aggressive too, and a little manipulative, because I feel yeah. like, and this happens in K-dramas where guys are like, but we were so close, but I'll just, lo- just let me love you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to love me back. Just let me love you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop it. Pass. Just move on, dude. That was the thing with, uh pretty man where the the second male lead was great and then all of a sudden he was like being way too cool about the fact that she's never gonna love him he's like it's fine I'll just keep loving you by myself and it's like I think she feels weird man you're making everybody feel weird but I think part of it is because the characters are written this way but they're so nice yes that it's understandable that a female lead would be like well I'm not into you right even though all of us are like why are you not into him yeah but I'm not into you 
but I mean, it's it's nice to have you around. Like, I know you're not going to leave because you're right. super nice. And so I think part maybe that's part of the appeal of not choosing the second male well, lead. And but... if they chose the second male lead, they'd be able to decide that by the second episode because he's clearly <laughs> like at the front of the pack of guys who are good for he you. He is the A-list. Like, seriously, Siwan, she, they, they would have had to have ended the show at episode four because she would have been like, wait a minute, why am I chasing this dum-dum? <laughs> I got this hottie over here who loves me just the way I am. He thinks he doesn't think I need makeup. He Done. thinks I am perfect. We're just gonna go around being weirdos for life. <laughs> so they're just a couple of weirdos who were like a perfect weirdo match. Oh, I almost want them to rewrite the end of that show just to see how, what that relationship and would be because they were so they were fun and together. C1, I always say that I'm not even sure if C1 is a good actor because like when when you're watching people act in another language, I think that it, it's hard for me to tell. Does that make sense? Mm, like some of the nuances, the lines I don't know. It yeah. seems good. But he was so great in that role that it's like so unforgettable. And like Becca said, they run the whole spectrum of emotion where he starts off really goofy and funny, kind of like a comic relief in that show. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, he's so deep and emotional and like having to go through this whole acceptance process of he'll never be with her. Oh, it will just kill you. Yeah, it's so great. That's the ultimate second male lead for sure. <clears throat> I would love to know, though, if you're listening and you have a favorite mm-hmm. or least favorite SMLS moment. Yeah, when it's worked or when it hasn't worked. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's probably a lot more. And again, you and I have seen like 60. I've seen so 60 many. now. So you've got to be up like 80 or 90 or 100 Kai dramas. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are mi- there are hundreds that we're missing, but yeah. those are just the ones. Oh, no. I have one more really good example. Ooh, I'm sorry. I love it. <clears throat> really quick, because I know we're running out of time. Scarlet Heart Rio. Still haven't watched it. We'll never watch it. Great show. First off, if you haven't watched that show, it, again, I only watched it because Drama Fever was really pimping that show out on social media. And I thought, okay, it's going to be good. And then I started reading reviews and I started reading tweets and it was like constantly trending on my on my Twitter things you might like or the suggestions of things I might like. And people seemed really, really into it. Yeah. And so I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. Knew nothing about it. Didn't want any spoilers. First thing, eight smoking hot guys in this show. They're all brothers. You cannot go wrong. We're talking about like an A-list cast. It is a really and good cast. And one of the first scenes is, so the, the lead actress is IU, who's beautiful and talented in ways that I wish I had in my, like, just in her pinky. I would take oh, yeah. the talent in her She's pinky if I could incredible. just have it. And she walks in on like them all bathing because they're all princes. And they're all like, they've got their own private like spa area of this ancient castle I guess you'd call it a castle I don't know what you would call it but yeah Where fortress. Do I set up? <laughs> and so I was like hold the phone there's like eight super attractive brothers they're all shirtless they're all swimming together it's great but guys please tell me if you liked the show I hated this show because I got to the ending better not be listening if you don't want spoilers big spoiler she dies she dies and she dies in a way that she should not have to die. This is also a time travel. It's a time travel. She comes from the future, gets kicked way back to the Josian era, meets these eight extremely attractive men, falls in love with the worst one. She falls in love with the worst option. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Even How unlike a K-drama. Another unpopular opinion. The, the most unattractive brother now i'm not saying he's unattractive in life but if you lined them all up 
He would probably be the one I would pick last. Lee Jun Ki? Yes. I've never seen him in anything. Do not understand why she picked him. And again, it's this whole thing of he's brooding and complicated and he's got baggage and he's like an exiled brother. It's a whole thing. But anyway, basically all seven other men love her. <laughs> They're all princes. The seventh male lead. They just it's it's heartbreaking. Never. It is heartbreaking. I the guy that you love is in it. The guy it. the second male lead from um Strong Woman. Oh, I'm totally... Jisoo. Jisoo. Yes. He is in it. He pulls off the performance of a lifetime. They just... Every single brother loves and adores her. And she dies waiting for this main one who clearly does not... I don't know. In my opinion, he supposedly loves her. I I don't know how he would just let her die. I, I just... Guys, I don't get it. I don't get it. I would love for somebody who loves the show to try to convince me to love it because I just... It killed me. The show killed me. I haven't seen it, but I can tell you now I hate it. (laughs) It's so dramatic. It's so not the show for me. It's even more dramatic than I care for. And I love nasty, dramatic shows. I would love to do a podcast sometime where we talk about time travel ones with like the Joe Scenario (laughs) stuff because some of the ways that they resolve the fact that this person (laughs) is in the past or, or people from the past are in the present, you're just like, of all the options... Yeah. This was how you figured it out. I I feel like we could do a whole podcast on like the ending of time travel dramas. Well, I'm going to spoil it for you because you'll never watch it. Never. She ends up waking up in the future. So she dies in the Joe She dies. And then she dies in the past, but wakes up in the future for just fine. And she's been like in a coma for a year. I don't know. And does she meet a guy that looks exactly. No. (gasps) That's what, that's what makes this show so terrible. She like walks through the mall or a museum or something and there's a painting of the guy that she loved that left her for dead as the king. So he was the chosen one that got, I mean, he was exiled. He was not supposed to take over the kingdom. And in the beginning of the show, like, he had a terrible reputation as, like, being a murderer and and killing all these people in the country. But then when she wakes up, the history has rewritten itself. And he was a good king. And like, he brought good, like she so made like, him a better she man. She made him a better man and made Korea a better place because she fell in love with him even though he let her die. It's terrible. I hate it. Oh my I God. Hate this is like Becca's it. reply 1988. She is, she's like forcing herself not to pound on the table right now. I was waiting for, I would have been fine. Honestly, I would have been fine if she met a guy that looked like him in the future. That's how much I hated the ending. I would have been fine with that being Wow. It. I hated the ending so much. Honestly, we're going to, if we do this podcast about time travel, we'll make fun of the fact that they always meet somebody that looks just like him in mm-hmm. the future. But like, if that didn't happen, yeah, I'd be furious. <laughs> Nothing. Like, you're not going to just end this here. Honestly, I kind of, after, like, I was left in like a deep emotional rut. I was like, I'm feeling too many things. Like, I'm drowning in my own emotions. <laughs> it was too much for me. It was too I much am for me. so glad I haven't watched it. I think I would have to, like, hold myself up in my room for days. I can't do it. It was terrible. I, I I'm so would have Becca, preferred that she just died. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I, so sorry. I am waiting for compensation from the writers. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> I also want, I want them to give IU a raise because... She should not have had to do all that dramatic acting to just end up being alone in the future. <laughs> and the most terrible. realistic K-drama goes to <laughs> the one where she's alone in the future. <laughs> you wake With- up from the most romantic dream of your life and remember like, oh yeah, 
This is my life. Also, <laughs> who let you die? Also, <laughs> what a terrible person. Anyway, I think we can wrap it up now. That's our SMLS, our I'm second male lead syndrome. Now. I can't lie to you. That's <laughs> a huge bummer. <laughs> we'll play a game real quick. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. This is just going to be a... Um, Are you thinking this off the top of your head or like... Yeah. Oh. Let's do this. Yeah. We're creative people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give you four questions. They're all SMLS cases for you. Mm-hmm. And you just have to let me know who you would pick to do this activity with and why. Mm. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can handle it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I'm really am making this up on the fly. I can't so wait. Here we go. Okay. All right. I could not make this up on the fly, so I'm glad you can. All right. Somebody that you have to take shopping with you. Okay. All right. Are you going to pick C1 from She Was Pretty? Mm. Now, you are you. You're not the character Oh, I'm the just show. It's just Megan hanging it's out. It's just Megan hanging out. Well, we all know if I'm meeting C1, I'm probably... Frozen in a catatonic state. Yes. So. Or, um, no, I can't remember his name. Ryu Junyul from Reply 1988. Is it the character? So it's the character it's from the, the show? the character from the show. Okay, Siwon. Really? Yeah, because um, as much as I love Jungwon, I feel like he would be a nightmare to go to the mall with. See, I feel like he'd be really sweet. Because remember how he like bumped into the guy who made fun of her in the year? And he like yeah, made him bump into the like urinal? Yeah, but he'd be passive aggressively the whole time being like, I don't care, just pick one. Like... <laughs> I'd be like, which one do you like better? This one is like, I don't care. Just pick one. I just want to go. And I'd eventually be like, why don't you go sit in the food court and I'll just like come find you when I'm done. Because you're making this harder. Or <laughs> Siwon would be like, let's get matching leather jackets. And I'd be like, okay. I thought it's fun. <laughs> why don't you go wait in the food court? Mm-hmm. Then we'll go get frozen yogurt. Although, yeah. yeah. <laughs> frozen yogurt. Oh my God. Have we ever talked about the frozen yogurt thing? I actually printed it off. We'll have a surprise for you guys next time. I printed oh it off. God. I thought we could do it at the start of our next I podcast. I love it. Okay. I love it. Okay. Stay tuned. Just remember frozen yogurt. Frozen this yogurt. Is like a, this was a red letter day for us. <laughs> this is all you need to remember. Although I feel like that C1 character would maybe be like a nightmare also because he'd be like, like tangoing with the mannequins and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like he'd just be like, oh, you got to calm down. <laughs> like, all we're right. in public. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would almost be too much. He'd yeah. be like a Jackson from Got 7. I would still pick Jackson, him Jackson, I'm over. an older lady. <laughs> I need you to... You I need, need to sit down. <laughs> Here's my phone. <laughs> you can play any game you want. Oh, be like, see one, sit down. <laughs> go to the food court. I charge the iPad. wait for me. <laughs> just... I gotta, I gotta get through this. <laughs> I need a white cami to go. I need a slip. Those are the hardest things to find. Have Has anybody ever gone to try to buy a darn slip? Am I the only person that still wears slips? I haven't had a slip since I was like, I'm wearing one right now. Look at that. I wear a slip. Megan, just flash me your slip. I'm showing her my slip. I'm wearing it. It's a handy dandy little thing that you should have. Anyway... All right, who would you rather introduce to your father as your new boyfriend? <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to give you some real bangers here. Oh, well, really? <laughs> <laughs> Kim Woo-boon's character for Mayor. Oh, God. 
Or, you know what? I'm just, we were talking about him earlier. I'm going to say Yo In. But it's his From character. Sun Kyung Kwan scandal. But it's his character. So, so he's in a period costume. This is like not as hard as you'd think because my dad's not one of those dads who's like any man that comes for my daughter is getting a stern talking to clearly you're dating jeff yes yeah yeah you let him slip by i think every time my dad's met a boyfriend it's been like oh hey how's it going all right have fun he he's not like sit up with a shotgun until curfew Mm -hmm. by any means um he would i think really like you in Really? He would think he's like a political activist. Oh, I can see your dad being really into that. My dad would really be into that. He would really be into somebody who's like socially uh, thoughtful and active and cares about, like has very deep principles. And I don't think he would mind that he's like low-key a vigilante. He'd be like, yeah, at least he's got initiative. Right. Whereas Kim Woo Bin, would be like, oh, good, good luck with that one. <laughs> Your dad would hate Kim Woo Bin's He would hate him. Ears. He would never tell me, like, you can't date him. Mm-hmm. But he would be like, this is going to fizzle out. Because mm-hmm. he knows I wouldn't put up with that dumb dumb. I think that's a great answer. Well, thank you. I can absolutely see that happening. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to give you one more. Okay. Because we're running a little late on time here. Okay. Um, who would you rather? Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Becca. I'm trying to end on a positive note, but I just go to an angsty place. Because <laughs> that's, that's why I love you. That's my, that's it's my okay. mind. Who would you rather have be a good friend of yours, but then the then the SMLS spells start going off, and you're like, oh no, he likes me. I don't like, like him break back. it off. Yeah, you have to break it off. Mm. Would you rather pick... These are just going to be the actors, not the characters from the shows. So, second male lead from Master Sun. Why am I blanking on his name? So Gook. So Gook. Or is it Jisoo? Who's the guy that you Oh, love? yeah, Jisoo. Jisoo from, from Strong Woman Dobongsu. I feel like I would rather tell Jisoo, like, this isn't going to happen because I feel like he would recover better. better. <laughs> who was, wait, I already forgot who the other one was. Um, oh, So and Gook. So and Gook. Yeah, they're both like like law enforcement types because mm-hmm. he one's a bodyguard one's, one's a police officer yeah one's a police officer one's a bodyguard but like someone cook's character is very sensitive i think he's afraid of, as you go he's like very afraid of ghosts he's very afraid of ghosts he can't even see him he's so cute <laughs> and i just feel like it would be much harder to tell him whereas jisoo's character never really like loses that edge of like kind of a cold familiarity mm-hmm. about him and i feel like if i was like look i feel like with him I could be like, I just want to be your friend. And he would be like, I respect that. I will I will do my best and I won't try to cross the line. I can see Where that. Where someone Gook's character might get like drunk one night and be like, why don't you love me? <laughs> I'd be like, God, okay, fine. <laughs> I guess, I guess this is happening now. All right. Well, I think that does it. That's a good one. I think one. we've covered everything that we could cover the, here. The last thing I want to say is I tell Beck all the time, RM has a song, it's on one of the BTS albums called What Am I To You, mm-hmm. where it starts off where you're like, it's a love song, and it ends with us like, it's What Am I To You, I, because it's like a breakup and it's really angsty. And I always think that's the internal monologue of a second male lead through the course of a show where it's like, I'm the lead, 
oh, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, wait, where is this going for me? And every time I listen to it, I'm like, I want somebody to make a revenge of the second male lead show where they like get so mad after they realize they're the second male lead that they just like take over the story. And Let's become write it ourselves. We should. We're Don't steal writers. that idea, guys. Yeah, we're it's we're coming for you. That's ya. our idea. South Korea entertainment. <laughs> That's our pitch. If anybody's interested, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, I had one reassess really quick. I forgot. Oh, sure. Oh, I forgot to ask if you did. No, I only have one. When we did our K-pop supergroup, I off the hand, like off the cuff mentioned, yeah, I just listened to a shiny song called Pentagon, and I really liked it. It wasn't a shiny song. It's actually a group called Pentagon, Pentagon. and they sing a song called Shine. Shine, <laughs> so, right. I'm really sorry. I messed that up. I, saw I didn't it on, catch it. I saw it on Spotify, and I was like, oh, Shiny, we're going to talk about them tonight. And then I was like, oh, the song's called Pentagon. And then, because I think I had it on my brain. What's and then Penta? I went back together, is that I was nine? Like, oh. Penta? Is that nine? I think so. Nine sides? Are there nine people in the group? I'm, I'm curious. Gonna, I'm going to Google, Megan. What do you think? I think it's nine. Hexagon is eight, right? You know what? My son should be down here because he would know immediately. He knows everything. Isn't Pentagon only five? Oh. <laughs> I think it's only five. Oopie. Hang on. Yep, five sides to a pentagon. I'm a dum-dum. No, it's fine. Five, nine. They're close. They're very close. <laughs> nine, two, five. There's a great movie. Working nine, nine, two, five. If you haven't watched that movie, make stop what you're doing and go watch that movie. Because that movie's ahead <laughs> of its time. <laughs> All right. Last uh, request for our listeners. Mentioned it last time. We've already gotten some really good suggestions. Um, we're soon going to be doing a K-drama therapy, therapy session, mm-hmm. which sounds really after midnight of us. Boom, but boom. if you have any, we just can't bring the show up. We are <laughs> a bunch of sad sacks. <laughs> if there are any questions you commonly get about from loving. friends, family, coworkers, mm-hmm. whatever, about... Falling in love with K-pops and K-pops, K-pop and K-dramas, and you want us to hash it out or give you a good response, Mm -hmm. a good way to fire back, let us know. Also, if you just have any, just concerns, not concerns, like issues, anxieties, over over your love, Mm -hmm. anything that bothers you that you have questions on. Because guess what? We've had them, moments where we're like, does this really make me happy? Right. Let us know, because we're going to have a whole therapy session where we can all mm-hmm. learn and grow together. Amen. Well, it's so seen Look, on this of is us. a happy moment. <laughs> we're learning and growing. We're learning and growing. Also, hang on, I saved it. We have a new Twitter follower, and it made me laugh because whenever, you know, you get a notification. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to click and just see what this person is about. And this was her bio. I love Korean dramas. Only ones with happy endings, though. No tears for me. <gasps> and all I thought was, oh my gosh, she is so a Megan. She's a, finally a Megan. I've had that saved on my computer for like two weeks because I, I wanted love to it. show you that. She, so. If you're out there, we belong together. <laughs> oh, I sound like a second male lead. <laughs> I loved you instantly, and I want nothing in return. Love me back. I'll just love you quietly from this basement. Forever from afar, (laughs) even though I know there's no hope. And that's it, folks. (laughs) All right, Megan, you want to take us out of here? Yes, you can always find us on social media, Twitter at Nunia Business, Facebook at Nunia Business, and please, please email us. Let us know what you're watching, listening to, thinking about. Uh, Becca at NuniaBusiness.com or Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. You can find us on 
Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. And if you go to any of those places, leave us a review. Let us know how, how you like it. We Give love us the some comments, feedback. too. We, we love, love it when people comments. comment uh, with, with uh, examples of things that they're thinking or watching. Or just tell us what you're watching. Becca, We'd love to hear what, what other people have on their plates right now. Becca made this amazing video of the sax scene with like our commentary <laughs> of the sax scene. And somebody commented on it. And it was like the best day. It was so we were great. like, oh, somebody liked the sax talk. <laughs> <laughs> You can also find us at nuniabusiness.com. How did I forget nuniabusiness.com? Go there, guys. We got behind-the-scenes photos. We got things to check out. We listen to the podcast. Every single podcast with quotes and extra things. We got things. great stuff on there. It's it's a good time. Yeah. Go to nuniabusiness.com. So, my famous sign-out. I love this. Only because I feel like if I don't do it, you're You like, have to do it. I'm like, Becca, do, do the it. thing. <laughs> so whether it's your first episode or your 24th episode, thank you for listening to Nuna Ya Business. Yay. So I wonder if I should worry because this time I'm like, I think we were funny.